Well, it was 11.30 when I started. <laughs> Fell into a nice ambient groove. A new album by uh, uh, Project Records. Uh, the Adelaideans going home the long way around a collection. Probably going to pick that one up. It's a buy what you, uh, name your price album on Bandcamp. And it just sort of fell into it. It was a groove that it's, I, I like the long, steady, slow changing pieces. They need to evolve a bit over time, but they also need to not evolve too quickly, if that makes any sense. I, I feel like that's kind of a metaphor. Oh no, I've discovered a metaphor. Um, for some of the other thoughts I was having tonight. So I am going to be changing my cable service. There's an upgrade to my cable service, um, which is going to happen uh, astonishingly fast after me having first put it off for a while and then trying to do it in person, discovering that I can't do anything <laughs> in person. Um, and the upgrade is going to involve a different PVR. Um, essentially, it's a cloud-based PVR, which I, I think the current PVRs are slightly cloud-based because I can access them remotely, and I don't think it has to be – well, I don't know if I'm actually accessing the PVR itself. What's funny is there's a cutoff period in the shows that I have that I can access remotely from my PVR. The, the other thing is I don't watch my PVR directly. The TV that it's connected to is in my bedroom, and I don't haven't really started watching TV in that room yet. I tend to watch TV as a window on whatever other computer I'm using instead of on my TV. But the cloud PVR has several benefits, including a much larger memory, a much longer memory, and the ability to access things, whatever you want from wherever. No longer has to go through the, the box itself. In fact, I suspect the box itself is really just an access point. Um, so it won't, it won't matter so much anymore. It's just a control surface at that point. Um, and I'm not really worried about it. It's not like I can access the recordings directly anyway. So while in general, <laughs> I have some concerns about, um, virtual property, we've seen that recently happening with a number of, a couple of, of video services where you had bought the, you had bought something on the service and then the service does no no longer holds a license for it and you lose it, which is, you know, that is what digital property is. It, it is non-tangible um, and subject to, well, you aren't buying property. You're buying licenses and licenses are revocable. Um, it's just, it's almost though you, as though you bought all your, or you got all your furniture from one of these rent to own furniture places and then you didn't pay one month and they came and collected all your furniture back because you didn't own it. You were just renting it month to month. And maybe you were going to long-term pay it off. But if you check the agreement, I suspect it says if you if you skip payments, you, you, you lose it all. Which is the same thing that we have for so many things in our lives where we're paying into a system and we may never benefit from that system. But. Uh, we believe that we can. Now, that gets dangerously close to dissing things like universal health care, which I absolutely believe in, because those are things for which the risk is too high and for which the benefit is very, very strong. I would not be able to live without universal health care. I also happen to have a health plan through work, too. So the two of them together uh, make me not fear being getting 
the medicine I need. In fact, over the last decade, I've gotten a tremendous amount. Actually, decade and a half, I've gotten a tremendous amount of of uh, medicine. Anyway, I'm not talking about healthcare. That's not, that's not where my my head was going. But my head was kind of going to um, the non tangibility. No, not the. That's not the word either. What am I looking for here? How do I how do I put this all together? What metaphor have I discovered? And I think part of it was to move forward on this new cable system. I will lose some recordings. It will keep recordings from the last six months, which makes me wonder if six months ago they just turned on the system in the background and uh, – or sorry, 60 days, not 60, the next six months. And I think actually all of my recordings are available for 60 days uh, remotely anyway right now. And I suspect that's kind of what's happening here is that they have turned the system on. But it means that I will be letting go of some of the older recordings that I have. And so I went through today and started listing off the ones that I have. I have a lot of stuff that I've recorded over time. Undeniably, the largest bulk of it is uh, Hallmarkian Christmas movies. I've been recording them for the last couple of years. I'll record them, throw them on the PVR, and never get a chance to watch them. And once the season has passed... I, I find it very difficult to watch them. And I, did, I there were even two new ones this summer for Christmas in July. And through a combination of being busy and just not really feeling the season, I didn't watch them. So they're still sitting there. And again, I can only watch those when I'm in my, my the watching space with the PVR itself that happens to be in my bedroom which I have set up as a small mini living room. I have I have a, a really comfy chair there. I have a TV. The, my largest TV is there. It's like a 42-inch TV. Um, it, it's, it's actually pretty cozy. I just don't spend a lot of time there because I have to focus on the TV when I'm doing it. I can have a, I can have a phone up or something like that, but honestly, it's difficult. And for the Hallmarkian movies, because I take notes during them, I haven't really found a great way to do that. I um, I was taking them on my tablet, uh, actually composing an email, a draft email to myself, and then using that as the way to transfer. I I have a I have an Android tablet that I've never really um, haven't spent enough time customizing, so it's just a straight up um, Fire tablet, and I really need to to figure out how to properly set that up to the way I want it to to, to function. I bought it because I wanted to be able to read PDFs and it was the largest tablet I could afford, but that hasn't really worked out. I haven't really done that as well. So I got to figure that out too. Anyway, I'm losing some videos and that was the holding pattern for a long time. I knew that upgrading to this new system, I would lose videos. I thought I was going to lose them all. The fact that I'm going to keep the last 60 days is good because I have a lot of this this season's Hallmark and movies that I haven't watched as well. There are some other old television programs. I, I captured on one of the runs it was on the full first season of Murder, She Wrote. I was going to try to analyze that one in the same way that I analyzed. Well, not the same way, but in a similar way to the way I analyzed the Hallmarkian movies. Looking for... Pardon me. I just have to... Okay. My recording didn't look like it was recording anything. So if you missed anything just now, I'm sorry. It was gone to the ether. It was lost. But I take notes is what I'm saying uh, because I want to be better at that kind of mystery story. I want to analyze them properly. 
So, um, yeah, it's, it's lagging behind. I'm, there's just going to be a second here. Yeah, there, there's definitely some audio loss. Um, Audacity complained about it. This computer, I have not tweaked it properly, and it just, it just does things. So I apologize if you missed any of that. I don't know what you missed. I'm not going to f- repeat it. Um, anyway, this sort of metaphor of, of me holding on to something because I haven't finished with something and it being a stumbling block for me to move forward is the metaphor that I've been searching for, that I've been <laughs> grasping at here. Hopefully you heard that part now. Um, and there was something about letting go. Something about being able to say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to lose those videos. I'm, I'm going to be okay. I also have to reprogram everything I'm recording. And there's a part of me going, you know what, you can let a lot of those go too. <laughs> I will go through the recording. There are shows that only pop up once a year that I do actually want to record. So I'm going to, uh, or that aren't currently airing that I do want to record. So I, I am going to go through carefully and see if I can pick up those those lists, but... Um, I'll have to rely upon cross promotion for some of them, but it, it, it's a problem that I've noted in a number of areas where there's that hanging on and una- unable to make a decision, unable to, to tip the scale, unable to analyze, unable to, to, to move forward that I'm struggling with in a number of places. So here's one where I've succeeded. And sometimes it is about external pressure. I was also thinking about why I'm enjoying Lego. And right now I have two Lego advent calendars and I'm working through slowly, admittedly, but I am working through the uh, Lego Coliseum that I was gifted a couple of years ago. Finally, I also picked up a couple of the Lego sets. It's, it's getting to be a problem. I have to stop, but I'm enjoying them. Now I really want to build some original things. That's what I used to do when I, was, when I was a kid. That's what Lego always represented to me. The idea of building from uh, from a pattern, from a known established pattern, is actually very minimal amount of the way I had thought about Lego. Oh, baby. As I said, try to start before midnight, didn't. Um, but now I'm enjoying it. And I think... It is that that is a metaphor for the vacation I'm trying to take. I have a lot of work I need to get done. Um, and all I'm really trying to achieve is a couple of days where I don't have to do anything. I'm not responsible for anything. I don't have to do anything for myself. I can just live. A few day, a few years ago, I went on a vacation like that. This was after my mother passed. And part of that vacation was me letting go of her in a way. I, I went to a couple of places we had been before. Um, Universal Studios uh, uh, theme park was actually one of those places that I went, both for that nostalgic hit as well as for the the, the Harry Potter wizarding thing that was there. I also went to Phoenix on that same trip, and I went to California on that same trip. And what I really enjoyed about the Universal Studios one, I bought an inclusive package, so I was staying at one of the Universal um, hotels, which meant that there was a shuttle going to and from the the uh, park every uh, like 15, 20 minutes, something like that. So transportation, I didn't have to think about. It was already a shuttle. It was covered. I didn't have to pay anything for that. There was a cafeteria in the building. 
In fact, there's cafeteria and a separate restaurant. I think there were two restaurants, actually, in that building. The building itself was the 50s Deco one. It had a pool out back. It was dressed up for Christmas when I went that time. Um, and I didn't have to dress anything. I didn't, or rather I didn't have to, to put any decorations up. I didn't have to dress the place. I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to do anything except for enjoy myself. And that was probably one of the most relaxing vacations I have ever had. Most of the times my vacations are of a couple of different kinds. A lot of my vacations were spent actually with my mother. Um, I would go and visit her for a while, or I would go and visit my aunt for a while. And the problem with those is while I would try that same thing, if I just want to shut down for a while and they would, they would accept it. They would give me some space. I felt like I was a burden on them and I felt like I should be doing something. Whereas this part of the vacation, you know, just at universal or even, even in, in Phoenix, I was only there for a couple of days. Um, I didn't have to, there was no obligation. I could just be. And I've tried to simulate that at home, but then I inevitably have to cook. Or there's a mess I feel like I need to clean up, or I check my email, or my PVR is full, or whatever. I haven't even put my decorations up. I'm starting to, and I think this weekend I'm going to deck out everything and leave the lights up probably till February, <laughs> probably till late February. But I still feel those, all those obligations. And that's why the Lego right now is hitting me so well. Because I'm letting go of having to be in charge. And I can easily follow the instructions, one to the next to the next. I know what the outcome is going to be. I know it's going to be beautiful. I know that the process of it will still teach me things. It'll still show me things. It will still scratch that itch for discovering something new. It will provide me with an activity, a physical activity that I'm doing. Almost everything that I do otherwise is intellectual. And I don't, again, mean that in any sort of highbrow way. I simply mean that it's done with thoughts, with very little physical action. And this little bit of physical action makes a difference. All of these things conspire together to hopefully give me some, some relaxation. We'll see. I've been wondering out loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. I honestly gave a bit of thought to one of those Christmas inns. Yes, an absolute fairy tale. And absolutely inspired by Hallmarkian Christmas movies. I totally admit that. But you know what? It does sound like fun. Or D&D in a castle. But that's like five to seven grand. Actually, probably closer to seven, ten grand. And I have not won the lotto. I would love to win the lotto. That may be a plan I have to enact. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Which might be the first day of the dog days of Advent for me. Oh dear. I really have to figure out what that's going to be. Talk soon. <laughs>